0: Good morning and welcome to the Perfectly Planted podcast. I'm your co-host, Daphne Bascom. If you are joining us for the first time today, welcome to the show. If you're already part of the Perfectly Planted community, we want to thank you for spending time with us and we hope you'll find today's show enjoyable.
1: That's right. And I'm Vesame Sharing. I echo D- Daphne's thanks For all of you who have been listening and watching to our episodes up until now, um, we started this podcast uh, really with you in mind and to plant seeds of positivity and empowerment and really so that you can live your best life and also help uh, the lives of those around you.
0: And before we get started with today's show, which I think you're really going to enjoy, I want to take a moment to remind anyone who's listening or watching why we are here. Um, Vesame and I aren't necessarily experts in all the topics we talk about. We don't derive any monetary gain from the books we review or from the products we discussed. We're here because we care. We care about our health. We care about the health of the planet and we care about you. And, Because we've seen the benefits of some of the things that we're sharing and their impact to our own health and our lives, we want to share what we've learned along the way so that you can have those seedlings that may help spark that change, that may help you launch onto a journey that can change your own health trajectory Now we don't want to contribute to the morass of misinformation that can sometimes cloud your ability to make your own health decisions. That's not what we're here to do. We want to challenge you. We want to inspire you and we want to have you learn more about the seven pillars of perfectly planted and to see if they can make an impact on your life. And if we've done that, then we've accomplished our goal. So that's our why. So getting back to the purpose of today's conversation, Vesame, on our last podcast, we introduced the book we'll be discussing today, which is The OMD Plan by Susie Amos Cameron. And the book caught our attention because it describes the simple things that you can do to make changes that can positively impact the health and the health of the planet.
1: Yeah, that's right, Daphne. I love this book because it's quite simple. Um, and we, it, it's, the message is a very simple one in the book. It's just making those small t- changes. And one thing that I loved was the first message that um, they have a header, healthier for us, healthier for the earth, which, um, which Susie did name. And it also started the OMD challenge. So OMD stands for one meal a day. And it's really taking one meal a day and making it more whole food plant based. So if you think about it, don't get shy on saying, oh my goodness, plant based, like you guys are crazy. I don't have time. We're going to share some simple tricks and tips that you can do to just do one of your meals. It could be breakfast, lunch or dinner. Um, to do that. So I really particularly love that, but I know Daphne, just like you said, we're both passionate about this and you've worked with some of your programs. We've touched on reach in, in previous, um, episodes, but would love for you to share more about your experience. Um, at number one, and then number two, people think let's debunk the myth of protein and needing animal protein, um to to as a, as a requirement for your body to have a sustainment, to build lean muscle mass to just as your it's a need, just like fruits and vegetables are a need. So I do want to debunk that myth because just recently I was asked, well, how are you getting all your protein?
0: <laughs> Were you surprised you had that question asked?
1: <laughs> i I wasn't because I get it all the time.
0: You you need to take them to the gym with you and do one of the workouts.
1: I know, that's right. <laughs> and and that's the other thing. I mean, people think that with fitness, like, oh, I need lean lean protein. So um, I know you've changed my frame of thought because I was one of them too. Like, how do you get your protein?
0: So, Vesame, I mean, those are good questions. And our messages were perfectly planted. I think they mirror a lot of the messages that I derived out of the OMD plan Um, and it applies to other programs that I've been blessed to work with. First of all, to your first point, you don't need to make large drastic changes to make a difference in your health or to positively, positively impact the environment. We're really advocating for small changes and which is why one meal a day is a small change that you can make that you can add more plants to your plate and you can also potentially positively impact the environment. And I, I think we, in our offline discussions, we've been saying every meal is an opportunity to heal. And, and so the beauty of one meal a day is that you can start small. Um, you can begin with one meal a week if that is less of a leap for you to make. And I think that we sometimes overthink the next step when in reality, the solution could be really simple and You know, and a good example is breakfast. A lot of Mm -hmm. us have a breakfast that doesn't necessarily include animal protein. So take some oatmeal, take some fruit, done. You've got your one meal a day. To your second question, protein, Um, and I was there with you. I mean, if anyone goes back to, and it's funny because I actually looked back at when I first started putting videos on YouTube, and it was like 2013, way. I don't want to say way back when, but it was, it was nine or 10 time. years ago. Yeah. yeah, some time ago. And, uh, you know, the people that know me historically know that I'm the person that was nibbling on the tilapia in my pocket <laughs> or the chicken or the steak. So I had the same misconception <laughs> that I would not be able to be a successful competitor, a successful athlete if I wasn't eating animal protein. But I actually had my best year of competition when I switched to a plant-based nutrition plan. Um, And part of it was that I, one, I don't think I needed as much protein as my brain thought. I didn't need 200 grams of protein a day. Um, And I could derive everything that I needed from beans, nuts, legumes, seeds. It was all there. And they were in combinations. They were complete proteins because that's the other question we often get that Plant proteins aren't complete proteins, but if you eat a combination in a variety of plants, one, you'll be able to obtain all the protein you need to meet your health needs. And if any of you have watched the Game Changers movie, you know that there are a lot of elite athletes, ultra marathoners, football players, um, elite tennis players that are plant-based. And so that myth is I don't want to say it's not a myth, but a plant forward nutrition plan can provide you with all the protein you need, provided that you add variety to your, to what you're eating on your plate. And we can put a link to some of the plant-based resources for protein in the show notes.
1: No, that's great, Daphne, because I think that there's lots of people who think, well, if you're trying to lean up lean protein, that's chicken, fish, Okay, I'll cut out the red meat and I'll limit my carbs when in reality, it's actually you don't need to even do that. And I got to a point where I was doing two meals a day, all of my meals except dinner were (laughs) plant based. And then I was sitting here with chicken, tenderloin and vegetables and a little bit of quinoa. And I'm like, why do I even need the chicken here? Like I don't, um, I'm, and I've said this before, I'm not 100% plant-based yet. Mm -hmm. It's just been a longer journey. And I think everybody's journey is different. And so just like you said, small changes are really important. Um, and go at your own pace. We're just thinking that we'll just, I guess what what we're trying to tell all of our viewers and listeners is that just give it a try one meal. Um, It was, I was listening to Susie Amos Cameron once, and she was like, I'm just saying, you know, if if you're a cereal eater, which I am not a cereal fan, but if you're a cereal eater, put almond milk or any plant-based milk instead of cow milk, and that's your one meal a day. It could be as easy as that. Um, even it's granola, have something else, you know, the the plant-based with it. So um, it could even be coconut milk-based yogurt with granola and fruit and make your own parfait. And so there's so many different varieties and options that it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, oh my goodness, I, what am I going to do without my scrambled eggs mm-hmm. in the morning? Um, and also, a lot of people skip breakfast. And so, mm-hmm. if we make it easier, I think with this OMDs plan, um, you know, it it actually makes you healthier, not only by eating plants, but also making sure you eat properly. So, Daphne, I would love for you to share some of the health benefits because in this book, it talks about. This, the decades of research that have been done, they a number of times have promoted game changers. So I encourage everybody, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's on Netflix, I believe, um, okay. if not prime video. So go ahead and check it out. Um, but I, they talk about the scientific benefits of whole food plant-based diets. And so would you mind just sharing a few um, uh, that they talk about in chapter two?
0: Can do. Uh first of all Dr Dean Ornish wrote the foreword to this book um and Dr Ornish is someone who's well respected internationally for the work that he's done probably for the past 40 years as it relates to the net positive benefits that um a plant positive nutrition style can have on your health but chapter 2 of the OMD plan really provides a great overview of many of the benefits of Adding plants to your plate. And, uh, you know, there's a growing body of evidence that you can, by adding more plants to your plate, not only add more years to your life, but add more life to your years. And you see some of that manifest in what we were talking about earlier this year in terms of what we see in communities like the Blue Zones. So, first of all, uh, disclaimer number one. When we talk about adding more plants to your plate, we're not talking about eating crap. Um, and the crap. I love meaning- this
1: acronym. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's C R A H P.
0: Yep. Calorie rich okay. and highly processed. Um, because you can eat plants that are unhealthy. And again, you know, just as the meat industry really tried to tell us that you need and I I bought into it for years, chocolate milk after my workout, or I need all of this animal protein. Now what they've done is because there's been a significant shift in how the communities are investing their dollars into foods that are plant-based, there's a lot of highly processed plant-based foods. That's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about consuming a predominance of whole foods can support better metabolic health. And by metabolic health, and I'm going to focus on that because I think those are some of the key points that came out of, of chapter two, it means maintaining a better weight management, better glucose management, better cardiovascular health. By cardiovascular health, we mean having a normal blood pressure or having normal blood lipids when you get your test from your physician during your annual visit. And then just as we talked about last week with the Alzheimer's solution, it can also contribute to over the long term better brain health and there are some data that adding more plants to your plate and i keep saying that is adding not necessarily saying that you have to take things away but hopefully that adding more plants will crowd out some of the other things that you may also help reduce your risk of cancer so i think those are are some of the key things that are discussed in the OMD plan as it relates to the net positive benefits of plants to the prevention or reversal of chronic disease. And that's all from eating plants. Um, Indirectly, if you think about it, this can also help your financial bottom line. If you're not paying for doctor visits, if you're not paying for medications, those are indirect expenses that people don't always think of when they think about the benefits of staying healthy. But overall, That big picture is eat more plants and you can impact your health. And as we'll talk more on a future podcast, you can also positively impact the environment. And I could go on. So let me take a pause for a minute.
1: So I want to make two comments on that, Daphne. So the chronic illnesses is is a big deal because I feel as though... The highly processed, or as you call it, the crap food, is one that's been accepted in our culture and is much more, it's easier, it's affordable, it's, you know, for working families that don't have enough time, you know, it's the go-to or fast food or takeout, things like that. And what we've emphasized on this with the prior book review um, with the 30-day Alzheimer's plan um, is try and cook at home. And so how do we make it easy? Um, easier, and it's really just planning and prepping is what it is. Because you know, being a working mother, it is. I need a thirty-minute meal. You know, back to the whole you know flashback on Rachel Ray's thirty-minute meals, but that's what I need. Something that I can cook within thirty minutes to get on the food, and it's doable. It's doable to make it plant-based, and we're happy to share recipes as well. The other thing I wanted to comment on is the chronic illnesses um, that we get from these highly processed. And it seems as though, and in this book, it talks about how you know it's a pill that then you need another pill, yeah. then you need another pill to offset all of the side effects from the original pill. And by the way, the pill isn't going to cure you. No. It's not going to reverse any of your side effects. It's not going to reverse any of your chronic illnesses either. What it's going to do is just keep it, it's going to control it from spiraling out of control. So it's, and I'm talking about diabetes, heart condition, things of those nature and that it's just, it's one of those you wonder if there's that, and this is totally um, probably controversial, but is it the big pharma side of it all where we have, we're feeding people the convenience of crap food, but, and also having a solution with crap conditions. And I know this isn't the whole part, but we do, um, you know, definitely grab yourself a copy of this book because it does talk about the scientific benefits of that and the reductions of, you can have reverse, um, you You can can reverse your chronic illnesses through, um, eating more properly through whole food plant-based again. We we have the big pharma, big uh big food industry that loves to market everything as vegan, gluten free, whatever it may be, but it's not plant based. So I've noticed that I I spend most of my time in the produce section of the grocery mm-hmm. store, mm-hmm. and um and then go through some of the you know dried foods. And I think Susie even says it like, don't eat it if it's out of a um a box a can or a bag, something like that. I'll have to, I'll have to find it, but it's interesting because it's like, don't eat those processed foods, go and, you know, go to your local farmer's market, go do, you know, a produce stand and get some the local more local, the better. Um, anyway, I know we can go on forever, but this is part, this also interlinks with what you mentioned, the blue zones and things of that nature. And so I guess what, you know, the whole part of it is you are what you eat. So eat good stuff, you know, your body is your shrine, eat good stuff. And so I know that we've talked about sustainability and longevity. um, And we've also talked about um, the blue zones and why do they live so long? Well, you know, it's all part, that's all interconnected. So um, would love for you to comment on some of that as well, Daphne.
0: So I I do want to pull the thread in a couple of, of your comments because, um, Oh boy, we could talk forever. So the first yeah. one. <laughs> so despite the fact that I'm a product of traditional medical training and um, you know the the healthcare industry, I do think that there are perverted incentives from pharma to. I mean, they're not incented to have healthy communities. You know, most practices today in our existing healthcare model, we are compensated and we're incented to treat disease. We are not necessarily incentivized to keep people healthy. And so there is a, there's kind of a gerbil wheel that we're on Mm -hmm. that our, our system is not setting us up necessarily to create a community where health is the value proposition, whereas treating illness, there's lots of dollars that come from it. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll pause there because yeah
1: no I, I know it's a it's very a, it's strongly a about
0: that one yeah
1: yeah no it's a debate and I let me make be very clear that all of the physicians including yourself they are there because they want to heal because they want to treat they want to help um, but the tools and access to care and things that surround the patient's health is lacking in my opinion. This is my opinion, you guys. So um, don't you know write me and be like, you're so wrong, but <laughs> this is my opinion, but it's lacking. I mean, and also the coordination of care and communication yes. across within the healthcare system is completely lacking. And I know you and I feel passionate and that's not necessarily the, the topic of this discussion, but we want to hear your comments too. So if you have more to add, go ahead and comment on our podcast and we'll address them. <laughs>
0: And, uh, so two other things, and I know we're over time and that's why I put 30 minutes on the, on the first slide. Um, so medications have a role. I mean, I don't want anyone to walk away from this saying, well, Vesame and Daphne said, I shouldn't take medications. That is not what we're saying. What we're saying is the first step in being healthy is how do you, what is health and what do you need to be healthy? Mm -hmm. And it, you know, the other thing is I also want to make sure that we're clear that not everyone has access to a farmer's market. Not everyone can go to Trader Joe's or Whole Foods or has brought access to lots of fresh foods. Frozen vegetables are great. It, you know, right. especially out of season frozen fruits and vegetables, pull them, put them in your freezer that way you can have access to them when you need them. The same with and I agree with you, you know, I don't have children. I'm meal prepping for myself. And so I don't want to say that, never have any of the pre-prepared plant-based foods, but it shouldn't be something that you eat every day. And I, you know, I enjoy trying some of the new things that are coming out because when I look back on, you know, years ago, what was available, even, you know, the vegan, the plant-based cheeses, which were really not so good.
1: Not good. um,
0: We've come a long way. Yeah.
1: Yes, they have.
0: (laughs) So, you know, the highly, the the highly processed foods in moderation, and I'm not advocating for them because I still would say that my strong recommendation is to be as whole food plant-based as possible, but trying them out, using them um, in moderation, oof, I don't like that word, using them. In a limited fashion? Frequently, yes. Not as frequently, that's right. Moderation is not yeah. something that you can measure. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't want people to say that, that we said never. It's not a never to anything. It's understanding what your options are and making choices that are leading you in the direction of better health.
1: That's right. So, I, I mean, I'll comment on that real quick, and I know we're totally going off topic here, but I, I will comment that you know what i've there are so many great things and you know for weight management and the omd plan specifically they do they say look you know eat whole food plant based okay great how are you going to get there well you're taking baby steps right mm-hmm. and so sometimes i i really love a good chip i'm not going to yeah. lie uh-huh. and potato chips are not my thing i love tortilla chips but i don't want to eat I guess I prefer the cassava flour based. And so I'll try that. But again, I don't eat chips every day because that's, you're still eating chips, even though it's a healthier form or the ingredients are less processed, it's still a chip. So I guess my message to everybody is all right, in like you said, not moderation, but maybe just control portion control what you're going to eat in those events. I think it's doable. And so guac and chips are my thing. Um, <laughs> I'm going to post a recipe on <laughs> guac. You guys are going to get like, probably be like, you're crazy, but I'll post a recipe on guac that I love and it's fresh for the summer, but I, I need the chips to eat it with, or you could <laughs> eat it with carrots. But I mean, let's be real. Like the chip is really the best thing. And so that's where I'll, you know, m- I'll bend the rules a little bit and eat my cassava flour based chips, but not yeah. any you know yeah so not many so anyway um we've totally gone off topic but that's something that's very important i guess i guess it's um making the right choices for you based off of what's doable for you um but still leading to that goal of okay what do I, what is my end goal and let's start you know backtracking and making baby steps to get you there because listen when you're training for a marathon The first day, you're not going to run the 26 miles. You have to build up to it, right? Or you're going to hurt yourself. And so it's the same thing. It's just on a broader scale.
0: Nope. You're absolutely right.
1: So anyway, I found that this is all very interconnected, Daphne, Um, how we treat ourselves. Also, how we treat ourselves impacts the planet, too. Um, I did want to mention as we start to wrap up is that I do challenge all of our viewers for the next two weeks. Our viewers and listeners for the next two weeks to try OMD, one meal a day, make mm-hmm. it plant based, whole food, plant based. We will share some recipes and ideas on the blog and also through social media, and so that you can give it a try. Also, we'll share some of our favorite places where we. We take a look at recipes and try those. Um, And so that you can see the vast variety. It's, you know, somebody, I think Susie said eating the rainbow. Yes, it is eating the rainbow. But how do you how do you make it, you know, taste good? Like, what is it? And so there's just so much that you can do. And um, I'll tell you what, I love a good bowl. So that's one thing I'll mention. (laughs) So two weeks for the next two weeks. Let's try OMD. Um, Just one meal a day could be breakfast, lunch or dinner.
0: And you can message us here, you can message us on our Facebook or Instagram page, but let us know what works for you, what doesn't work. Or if you have questions, you can reach out to us and we're happy to try and answer the questions too. Um, And as we shared previously, one of the pillars for Perfectly Planted is live consciously. So on an upcoming podcast, we'll talk a little bit more. About some of the messages in the OMD plan that relate to the environment and the environmental impact of what we eat and how we eat, um, We'll probably go on another mini rant, so be prepared. <laughs> but didn't want you to think we we talk a lot about nutrition. And I don't I will be honest with you, and I know we've said this before. for many years, I had was completely disconnected between what I ate and where it came from and how it got to my plate and making those connections was really eye-opening to me so i think our next conversation on this topic will be a good one
1: i agree daphne so with that uh we'll wrap up here thank you all for taking the time to join us for another sunday seedling we love having you here um feel free to share this podcast with your loved ones with friends and family um and also feel free to go ahead and like or subscribe to our channel. So you get an alert when a new podcast is published and broadcasted, but, um, we do want to thank you again. And also please, uh, we mentioned this, that we'll be posting recipes on social media, but also mainly on our blog, which is perfectlyplanted 22.com. And we look forward to hearing more comments and feedback of what you would love to hear next with that. Be well, everyone, and take care.